Hello everyone, I'm Jen and welcome to another episode of Monogamish Pod. On this week's episode, we will be continuing our conversation about triads. Now last week, I talked about the thruple triad situation with Taika Watiti, Rita Ora, and Tessa Thompson. Of course, new information has proven that Tessa Thompson was also at this party with a man and they were spotted kissing. So I guess whatever happens, he was okay with it. Maybe everyone's single. I, I don't know what's going on there. But <laughs> let's just dive away from that and talk more about the triad experience. So we talked to Evita Levita Lucasores about her triad experience in 2020. I aired the clip from that conversation on last week's episode. This week, I'll be airing another conversation from summer 2020 with Kiana. Kiana is currently in a triad with her husband and her wife. They have beautiful children together, and she talks about that journey into them becoming a triad and the experiences that they have had. So I'm going to play that interview for you guys. And like I said, this was recorded in summer 2020. So some information is a tiny bit outdated, but I'll give you an update on what's happening with Kiana after you hear the clip. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about our sponsor, altplayground.net. Now it's been about a year. I've been talking to you guys about Alt Playground. This is not brand new information to you. Just want to put that out there. Alt Playground is definitely changing the landscape when it comes to lifestyle websites. They have merged with several prominent sites like Love Voodoo. Everyone knows what Love Voodoo is if you're in the swinger space. So them joining forces with these amazing sites all under the Alt Playground umbrella is fabulous. So you can find even more lifestyle people to connect with in one place. You don't have to sign up to 20 different sites. You can just sign up to altplayground.net and you will find all your favorite lifestyle people who've been in this space for a while as well as some movies. So you guys want to have the widest selection of people to get to know, to build relationships within the lifestyle, head on over to altplayground.net, sign up today, and just listen, there's a new arrivals feature. You can see who's new to the site. You can see who's online on the site while you're online at the same time. I'm just saying, there are amazing features to be had on there. So go on, go to altplayground.net, sign up today, and be a part of the best damn lifestyle website that there is out there right now. So now that I've talked to you about Alt Playground, let's hear from Kiana about her triad experience. Kiana. Hi. Thank you for agreeing to talk to me. No problem at all. I'm happy to be here. Kiana is happily married. Kiana's in a triad. And I thought, this is super exciting. Let's talk about that. This is my first triad. It's like my first gangbang, which I have not had yet, but it's on the list. Gangbang. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure that's on the list. I'm a part of the triad, though. I'm here. How long y'all been together? So when people ask this question, I have to preference and let them know that I have been non-monogamous for 11 years. I have been with one part of my married triad for 14 years, which means that we did monogamy. It wasn't that we couldn't do monogamy. It was not that one of us cheated or anything like that. This was definitely a conversation that we had in coming into non-monogamy. But I have been with my husband for 14 years, and I have been with my wife for two years, two and a half-ish years, and we have been in a triad for two years, coming up on the 15th of August. 
Oh, wow. So that's, oh, that's super soon. That's like this weekend. Okay. What kind of nasty plans y'all got planned? You can tell me. I won't tell nobody. I absolutely love anniversaries, uh, Valentine's Day, and all of those things. But the way that we do it in our family is that every year someone gets to have that particular year for an anniversary. And they don't tell anybody else what is going on because it is their plan, their whatever they want is what we will do. Because you know how guys are like, I I have a plan about something, but girl can be like, I, I got a plan about something too. And then you try to do everything in that weekend type of stuff versus one year you get to do everything that you want to do and the other year the other person gets to do it and the other person gets to do it their year so switch off every year and this year is my wife's turn and last year was my husband's turn so next year will be my turn and then next year is when we're probably gonna do freaky nasty shit because you know that's who i am so yep no idea of what my wife has planned and she just blocks off the days and i go along with what she wants it's a little bit more easier for my husband and i anniversary because every odd year I have every even year he has. So we just do it like that. And this is year 14. So this is his year. Year 15, it'll be my year. Do what you want to do. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny. So next year is your year twice for both anniversaries. Yes. But it was my year for Valentine's Day. So this year I did Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. This is a really great idea. I feel like people need to borrow this. I'm definitely having this typed up in big block letters. Y'all should trade off years (laughs) to do this stuff. And then the person who is planning and doing all of the stuff, they buy no gifts. The person who is just the recipient of what the plans are, they are the one who buy the gifts. Oh, this is so smart. I'm gonna have to put that down in what I want for my future. Okay. I love love. Love is beautiful. It's my favorite thing. Funny thing is my wife and my husband met and hit it off first and they were dating. And then her and I were just met us and we we were really cool. And then her and I started dating and it didn't become like triad until we had a very long conversation about that because mm-hmm. I was not looking to be in a triad. That was one of my questions that I wanted to ask. So is it a closed triad? It is not. Oh. And one of the ways that I explain this is that it is selfish to assume that one person can be your everything and all be all and you're never going to want anything else out of life. Or that it is a situation that you need to give up different variety of things that you may love in life, like perfect example. My husband and my wife love scary movies. It is their thing. They will go to a drive-in, cuddle up, and watch a scary movie and all of that other stuff. It's one of the things that they absolutely love. They love nature. They'll go and hiking and camping. And your girl ain't that girl. And it's selfish 
for someone to either want me to do those things with them, knowing that I don't like those things, or me forcing to having to do those things because I'm bending to what my partner wants. Now, it's one thing if it's my birthday and I really want to go on this whole camping trip with a bunch of different people. Okay, this is something that I'm going to bend to do for right now. But to expect me to want to do that all the time just because it's something that you like, compromise is one thing, giving up what you absolutely love to do for someone else, that's not fair. The scary movies and the camping and the hiking and all of that, it is beautiful for them. Your girl, don't do that. I'm not sleeping outside. What you mean? We need to sleep outside on the ground. It's cold. It's bugs out here. Yeah. Mm. We go to a hotel. I'm okay with that. I don't even mind sleeping on the air mattress in somebody's house. Uh, mm. It's mountain lions. We live in California. It's bugs and creatures. And no, I'm a city mm. girl from Chicago. I'm not doing that. Not at all. Mm-mm. I agree 1,000%. Just a 1,000 million percent agree. I got to sleep on the ground. Why we got to do that? Why we got to do that? Why can't we just go to a hotel? We can go outside. We can take a little walk on a path. Because whenever it has dirt, that means it has creatures. The path that has concrete typically don't have a lot of creatures like that. We go swimming. We'd be in the water. I'm perfectly fine with that. No, 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 homie. I'm not sleeping outside. No camping for me. (laughs) We barbecue. Oh, yeah. Barbecue is great. Let's barbecue. Let's do that. Well, we got to sleep outside. That's the wildest thing about camping to me is, oh, you mean you want to camp in a tent outdoors? Okay. Where is the nearest cabin at and where can I get in there? Because I would rather a cabin with running water and electricity, hopefully air conditioning, but if it has a great fan ventilation system, I'm cool without it. Where's the hot tub? Can I take my wine in the hot tub? Because there ain't no hot tub in camping. That's why I was like, I could be outdoors in the jacuzzi hot tub. I'm there with my wine glass. I'm I'm all for that. Outside? Yes. Skinny dipping? Hey. But then I need to take a shower. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and taking a shower does not mean dipping in the lake. Just clarifying. Just to be very clear. Nah. So they have the stuff that they do. And like you said, you're a city girl. You know exactly what you're about. And you're right. I have talked about this. No one person can be everything to anyone. It's a misconception that one person is going to be your soulmate means that they are going to be your end-all, be-all. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, getting married and having a husband or a wife means that this is one of your favorite people, that you love them unconditionally, that every day you want to wake up and see their face and you're excited about the possibility of different things that grow with you as a family. So it's more along the lines of, All of us want to, I'll take me as an example. We all want to open up a food truck. I'm a foodie. I have worked in plenty of places with delicious food. My mom went to school to be a chef. I'm a little chef boy in here. And I try out new things on my family all the time and my friends. (laughs) But it is more along the lines of the fact that is something that we all have a passion about and we all 
understand that that is something that I typically the like the forefront of, but they love this idea for me and they support it and they're there for me with me wanting to start this new adventure. And it's not that's a Kiana thing. No. It, that one is a family thing of all of us testing out new things, telling me exactly what they feel or not feel, and them also testing out new stuff on me and asking me, how do I feel about it? So when you have some connections like that's when you have the companionship of saying this is a family dynamic and marrying and loving. So I told my my kids when I explained polyamory to them, I said, you have a lot of different aunties and uncles. You may have a favorite. That is the same way that your dad and I am. I have a couple of different people that I am in a relationship that I may love. Your dad is just my favorite. That's the reason why I live with him and do this and do that. And my favorite might change or another favorite might live with me too. They're going to be different, but at the same time too, is going to be still my favorite person. It was the best way to explain it to the kids. And they were like, oh, I get it. Cause they got a favorite uncle. They got a favorite auntie. They don't mean they love their aunties and uncles no less. They just have a favorite. We all have a favorite. Let's yeah. be honest here. Yeah. When I explained it like that, the kids got it. They understood. And I was explaining it like that to my mom. And she was like, oh, okay. Because she was like, why you get married then if you out here, you know what I'm saying, still doing what you want to do? I was like, I love how parents phrase these things. They're just doing that thing. Like they can't even say the words. No, my mom was like, oh, child, this ain't nothing but some modern day swinging. What you know about swinging, mama? Why are you bringing that up? Look, look, that's why I said, wait, what? Mama, what you know about swinging? She told me some swinging. I ain't new, girl. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Mm. I know I get all of my freakiness from my mama. I know that for a fact. But because <laughs> I, I have seen plenty of toys in my mom's room, and she'd be like, um, ain't nobody tell you open that drawer. You should have mind your business. What you doing in my room? I was like, I was looking for a, yeah, but you went in the wrong one. That's what you get. <laughs> I know for a fact that I get that from my mom. So she was like, if you still out here, you know what I'm saying? What I'm to do? Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh gosh. She's like, but you know, you still out here wanting to do what you get married for. And when I explained to her like that, she was like, as long as nobody hurt you, at this point, you do what you want to do. You grown. You like it, I love it. All right, Mom. Uh-huh. How understanding is that? Love my wife Angela and my husband mm-hmm. Jay. You meet your parents where they're at, and you know you figure things out if you want them in your life. First year where we realized that we were really serious, we took my wife to Chicago because both my husband and myself family is in Chicago. We took my wife to Chicago. And we let her meet our family. Our family already knew that we were polyamorous, so it wasn't a shock. What was the shock was that we had never brought home anybody previously before. 
Now you have to understand, we live in Texas. So to actually drive or fly up there, like they had to know that this was like really serious. So when we brought my wife to Chicago, she met my husband's side of the family and my side of the family. And my mom said, she said, you must be really serious about this one because you've told me about others. I've only met one other person. She met him because he lived in Chicago. And she's, but you brought her from Texas here. So this must be really serious. And I said, yes. And so she started from that point, giving her a chance. So in a recent family gathering, my wife is super protective over my mom because my mom is a little bit older and my wife was like, people cannot touch her. Like they can't hug her. Like we do not know where these people have been like super, super protective during the whole pandemic situation. So someone went in and tried to hug my mom and she put her hand out like this. Oh, she stiff armed that bitch. She was like, nope, not today. And it was my auntie. And my auntie was like, who the fuck is this? And she was like, this is my daughter-in-law, Angela. What the, who the fuck she married to? Because obviously. Yeah. And then she said, that's, that's Kiana's wife. And my auntie was like, huh? (laughs) Poor auntie. What? (laughs) Because my biggest thing is that I never wanted to be a situation in which my mom was ever caught off guard. So my mom was the very first person that I told because no, I never wanted to have the oh shit caught face, right? When they call you and be like, my friend said she's seen you such and such. Now you're trying to have to explain for 11 years, did it? So, mm mm-mm. I was like, hey, by the way, this is what's going on. I have a boyfriend. He lives in Chicago. I'm going to be there. He lives where, like, a couple of your friends live. So in that area, they're probably going to see me. They're probably going to call you heads up. You know, I was honest with her. And so my aunt was like, so why she stiff-arming me? And then, And she was like, we have no idea where you have been. She has pre-existing conditions. If she catch COVID, it is not going to be a good situation for her. I cannot afford that because my wife will not be all right. So no, you cannot hug my mom. Thank you for being here. Wow. He's like, no, you cannot hug her. Keep stepping. Thank you. N95 mask throughout everything. You hear me? She at home, special mask. Mm-hmm. Not playing zero games with nobody. She don't care. Somebody tried to fix us some food. She was like, no, 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 no. I got it. Don't worry about it. Isn't she taking care of herself? She know what's up. She was like, she, she was like, no, you're not, you're not doing that. Cause I, can't, I don't have time to deal with her. If something happened to her. No, that is a part of the things that people have to understand that when they're looking for because I, I see a lot of people and me and you are on a lot of different platforms where people be like, we in search for our third and in search of our queen and our wife. You have mm-hmm. to understand what that really means. That means including someone in your whole entire life where your parents, your brothers, 
sisters, cousins, son, daughter, this is going to be a part of that. And with my wife, she is on everything. She is an emergency contact for both my husband and I. We are her emergency contact. She is on the stuff with the school. She has our parents' information. She is a part of our life, period. And one of the things that people don't understand is that a lot of times with the dyad, if you have not had success in having a multiple relationship outside of a triad, then a lot of times that's not going to work anyway because you don't already know how to balance multiple relationships at the same time. Mm-hmm. So people be like, no, it's going to be a closed triad. I'm like, but you don't even know how to have multiple relationships, period. So how can you have something where it is absolutely going to be this one particular way? It is literally, Avita explains it best, monogamy plus one. Where yep. you have everything that you want and then you're going to go ahead and and just add this person into it, but you're not understanding whatever that other person wants to bring to the table. So there's different variety of things that my wife really has had a voice in of wanting different stuff. And I just have to be understanding that she feels like she needs to be interjected in something as well. So she... Like, say, for instance, the dishwasher. I have no problem with the kids using the dishwasher. And she's, nope, they need to wash the dishes by hand, have patience, take the time so that they can really understand what we're looking for and what things need to be cleaned a certain way and how it needs to be cleaned. And then later on, you can wash some of the dishes in the dishwasher. But for now, I think that they should do this. And I was like, well, okay, I don't care. Yeah, that's it. But she had a voice about it, you know? And she said that this is what she felt was going to be best. Perfectly fine. For me, they have learned those things, right? They've learned you got to stack it a certain way. You got to put this in there. You got to make sure you risk this. You got to do this. You got to do that. So I don't have a problem with them using it because we have very active children who do sports and theater and all of this other stuff and it's like by the time we get home fuck them dishes like (laughs) like i am tired from the track meets basketball football uh, baseball and 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 all of the things right and this is not even including working pta and volleyball for her and dance practice and and drama club and like I'm oh no that's too much right that's what I'm like and and at that point you know for me it was just like "Mm, I don't care as long as it get done and if it's getting done I don't have anything to say but that's not the way that she felt about it and because of that I let her have a voice I understood and I said during the summer they will do it your way when school mm-hmm. starts, they can go back to doing it this way because one of the things I don't want is for them to slip on their schoolwork because they spend in hours trying to get it to a perfect place of what yeah. they like you want. And then that was the compromise, and we went ahead and just go ahead and was like, okay, cool, this is what we'll do. So 
people don't understand that someone else needs to be able to have a voice. And that's also hard as well. So if you are not maintaining a healthy relationship outside of that person who you live with your everyday life with, then how are you going to be able to compromise with a person coming in with the person who you live with as well as the person who is the newcomer if you have never experienced having different conversations about what you're comfortable with compromising with and what you're not comfortable with compromising with. Yeah, because it's four relationships when you're in a triad. (laughs) That's just if you only have a triad. We're not talking about if you have any other partnerships outside of that. you got to also be maintaining those while you're dealing with, oh, my God, too much. (laughs) The daily, I'm just kind of, wow, how do people do this? triad and you all live together it functions like if you were just married so that's how our relationship functions we're all married we all co-parent we are co-partners like everybody here is on the same playing field I have somebody that I absolutely love and adore and he lives in Dallas Now, I haven't been back to Dallas yet, but I talk to him every day. He is, and and when that, that relationship was coming up, I let them know that this person existed. It wasn't a boom, guess who got a new boyfriend? Yeah. Them understanding that, hey, I have somebody that I talk to. That person has a family. So I understand that. And even though it's not an actual relationship as of right now, it's still not a secret if I'm ever FaceTiming him or going off and just walking and having a conversation with him or cooking with him or something like that, because it it was already established that this person is a person of existing. So a situation in which you just like pulled like this <laughs> between so much stuff if you are operating in honesty communication and lots of understanding everyone needs that we all need to be on that page for our day too many of us are not and i really really admire the relationship that you well your marriage as that relationship you have with your husband and wife i was like but i could just say marriage dummy <laughs> yeah my marriage people think marriage and they just think one so i understand you saying the relationship you have with your husband and wife i get it it's a silly question but it's a question that someone asked me um they were like what's the difference between a triad and a thruple some people like being called thruples some people prefer a triad is there a reason why you use the word triad as opposed to thruple okay so and, and i think that's more along the lines of the thing Thruples are fun. To me, thruples are, they may be a serious relationship, but they have no responsibility. So thruples are like, oh, and, and, and not to diminish anybody who wants to be considered as a thruple instead of a triad. But triad is just a technical term of what we knew it to be. A thruple to me always just seemed very fun and exciting. And we take vacations we still live separately, but we love each other and spend a night and have drawers over each other's house, which is perfectly fine. But to me, that's a thruple. 
a triad is mm-hmm. I live my everyday life with this person. And this is real life. It's not vacation or Sunday, Saturday weekend love for me. That's true. I think throuple is a very fun word. It, it does give that image of how media portrays mm-hmm. what we would not frivolous but it sounds like a frivolous word so it does denote a lack of seriousness mm-hmm. so that's why I wanted to ask when I posed a question on social media asking for thruple slash triad I got what's the difference what does this even mean I'm like listen words mean things people have different meanings for different words I just want to cover all my bases here and understand what because the word someone's yes 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 you like ooh, oh, okay and then somebody's like, yes. You're like, okay, that's not a real yes. <laughs> that's just a yes that you're saying because you want me to shut up. And then somebody's mm-hmm. just like, I got into grad school that I wanted to get into. So, yeah. I mean, words mean things. Yeah. And so you said your triad is open. Is mm-hmm. the, This was something that you guys discussed when you were going from the V situation to the triangle situation to a proper marriage. Is there, well, of course, we talked about no one can be anyone's be all and end all. There are some people who believe you already have three people in the relationship. Why do you need more? And I was kind of like, that's not really how love works, though. Exactly. It's not so much as needing more. I've told both of my partners that, like, I don't need you in my life. If you're not here, I will stop breathing. No, I do want you in my life and you enhance my life. That's a difference. And both my husband and wife enhance my life. As far as the guy that I'm talking to, he's really different. He is an upstanding guy, but he's different than the type of person that my husband and wife are. But he bring out that... That giddy butterfly energy, yeah. Energy. And not to say that they don't give me that, but it's just different. He bring out that hood love type stuff. (laughs) Not the hood love. People go and eat some fried chicken from a little shack somewhere and be happy. Okay, we, the corner store that got the best tacos, that's the type of stuff that him and I would do. The come over to the house and play spades type stuff. <laughs> I still don't know how to play spades. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> spades. I don't, I don't know. Listen, we don't play spades in Jamaica. It doesn't make sense to me. I, I, it's okay. It's okay. Have you been taught spades? Nope. Nope. We got to get you out here and we got to at least teach you. So it's, that- on, it's on my list. And so did you, wait, look, this list sound long. Hold on, wait a minute. Who is checking out some of these boxes on the list? Right now, nobody, because it's COVID. Nobody doing nothing for me. Nobody, baby. I understand. I understand. It's crazy. Yeah, COVID fuck up all type of stuff, don't they? Since 2020 was supposed to be my year of extended hoedom, so I never actually stopped being a hoe. Let's just clarify that real quick. I never quite stopped being a hoe. However, my hoedom was, it was on pause, right? So 2019, halfway through 2019, I was like, you know what? We're taking a break from hoeing. We're not hoeing right now. Like 2020 is my new whole year. I'm going to go to concerts. I'm going to do more travel. I'm going to do more stuff that I want to do. 
And I had already planned to get deeper into the Black polyamorous community because I wasn't really a part of the online community before. It's mm-hmm. very much like my very small Jamaican non-monogamous bubble. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to talk to more people who are doing this. And that was also part of the reason for doing the podcast, which makes no sense, but it does. <laughs> then it's I, like, all right. Yeah. I get you know, it. here we are. I'm like, great. There's all these events happening. Oh, like Black Poly Pride, which I found out about pretty late, but I found about it right, right before COVID. And I was like, oh yeah, this would be a cool thing to go to. I have friends and family in DC. I can just go there, kick it with my friends and family and also go to this event. And then Dorona locked every fucking shit down. Aww. And I was like, look at that. Now I'm on an extended hoeing hiatus. I ain't getting no pussy, no nothing. I ain't doing nothing. Nothing happening. I've been in the house, not really in the house, but in the house for five fucking months. And no- it is drier than the Sahara in this bitch. There's tumbleweeds. There's like a forest growing here. I don't know what's going to happen. They're going to have to revoke my whole card because I have not been hoeing. Yeah, see, and I can't say that I ain't, I ain't had no pussy on the dick because I have. It's, I, my heart goes out to you. <laughs> Thank I you for feeling my pain. If I run without some dick, it was without some pussy. Just mm. now I haven't been able to live my whole, whole life and I miss peopling. But um, yeah. I'm a Scorpio. I can't survive without dick and, and pussy. I have survived a year. I am dying. I literally feel like I have died and there's an alien taking over my body who is just allowing me to keep breathing and going on throughout the day. It just keep putting you putting a ventilator on you. I don't know what's happening. To, I don't know what's happening to me. When I told my friend I hadn't fucked in a year, she was like, are you okay? Were you depressed? Are you going to hurt yourself? I'm not going to hurt myself. I'm going to break my damn clit. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. Wait, how many toys have you went through? Please don't ask me these difficult questions. We're we're having a a hard time here. It's okay. It's okay. Never mind. You ain't got to tell me. You can inbox me. I just bought a new sex toy the other day because I want to try something new. So we'll see when that gets here. Later this week or early next week. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Gotta switch it up. But using the same toys for several months. I need I need a new thing to make it spicy and be yeah, me. Spice it up. Spice it up a little bit. Then you know, flowers and Sometimes stuff. I use my left hand. <laughs> Sometimes I use my right hand. Just gotta got just gotta get into it. <laughs> Do you shake it all about too? Oh, of course. And there's also a little wiggling and jiggling and shuffling and sliding. <laughs> You put your right leg in and you shake it all about. Oh, I ain't not flexible. That's be nasty in this bitch. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when you're talking to good people. You get distracted. You just start having fun, having conversation. Man. So what is one of the biggest challenges you've had? navigating plural not see that's not even the word i want to use because plural marriage usually means some polygamy shit but being married to two people and raising a family (laughs) what is one of like the biggest challenges that you've experienced with that inclusivity is the biggest challenge because for what 11 years even though we had other relationships and they may have been you know 
they may have met the kids or something like that. Um, not living with us. So making sure that things go up that says all five of us is a family, not just the, the four of us as a family, plus making sure to be conscious about different variety of things that will be hurtful in the long run. Because although somebody may not say anything about how they are feeling right now, it is a possibility that it could build when they see different variety of things that just constantly look like they are not being included and stuff. So that has been the biggest challenge because one of the things is that you, when you operate on a wheelhouse of always going and going, you don't realize that you're not including the other person sometimes or the other people. So if you are single and now all of a sudden you have started dating this one person and you're still living life as a single person, that person doesn't feel included in game night with your friends because they ain't never been. So those are different variety of things that I have to be very conscious of and make other people conscious of as well. And far mm-hmm. as my friends, making sure that when we did Sunday dinner and they sent me an invite, but they didn't send one to my husband or didn't send one to my wife. And then I'd be like, you did game night. And they'd be like, oh, no, but y'all married. When you invited them, and I'm like, no, they don't see it like that. So you had to make your friends aware of you can't just automatically assume that by sending me an invitation to something meant that these things were going to happen. So that's been the biggest challenge for me. For them, I can't necessarily speak because each one of us is going to have our own separate mm-hmm. challenges things that we may see as a challenge or not a challenge in the relationship. Yeah, inclusivity is a huge thing. I, I like that example you gave. And then you being single for a long time and getting with somebody and just acting like you're single. Like, what I mean? <laughs> like, wh- what does that even mean? It is something that I have observed uh, in myself also in relationships, like trying to find that balance between my own individuality and my need to just be alone or do certain things alone with friends and family and including my partners in that <laughs> in the same way. So the last serious question I have, you said you didn't want to be in a triad. That's not really where you saw your polyamorous journey going at the time. So if for some reason you decided to not be in a triad anymore, the way it's set up now, you're probably still together, but just it's no longer a triad sort of relationship. It's something else. Would you ever consider being in another triad in the future? Consider? Ah. The reason why I say that is this. I never seek out to be in a triad. And it, because I have previously been in a triad previously before, but it wasn't this type of connection or anything like that. But it was a situation in which the person met him first and then kind of talked to me. And she was like, I am really digging you. I, I want both of y'all. And I was like, I don't know about that. And and then it ended up being a triad, very short-lived. This is not something that I seek out for. So 
I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm glad we rocked down. Give me another one. If this one don't work, if this don't work, I probably am going to be heartbroken for a while. <laughs> and just. Yeah, makes sense. In, in reality, I'm not going to be okay. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say no, I would never do it again. I would say I wouldn't do this right away. Okay. With anyone. Because there are so many layers to this that people, they think they ready for, but not really. They know so I- couldn't see myself just jumping into another one of the this dynamic of a relationship again. Am I to say that I would be dating a woman and then she'll be like, oh, I really love your husband. I'd love a relationship with both of you all. And I'd be like, you develop your relationship with him first. And then it would mm-hmm. amount to be a triad again. So I'm I would never say I would never do that again. I will say that it's not a strong possibility for me. Okay. See, that's a very well thought out and slightly diplomatic, but in the best ways of an answer. So I appreciate, you know, you being candid and open with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your story. Once again, I would love to thank Kiana for coming on the pod and sharing her story with us. Since this conversation was recorded in summer 2020, I can announce to you guys that Kiana and her husband and wife welcomed a beautiful baby girl to their family recently. So congrats to the beautiful family. That's that on this segment of our triad experience. I do have a couple more interviews to put out for season two. I know season two is almost at the end. That's so crazy. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. I know the season was super long, but I'm glad you guys were a part of it. So let's talk about where to find Monogamish Pod. You can head on over to monogamishpod.com. That's where you'll get the detailed show notes, transcripts for episodes, and find the links to pretty much everywhere to find us, including other podcast appearances. We were just recently on the relationship Pasa Pasa podcast, that is Sham and I. And so we've been promoting that on our page. The link to that will also be on our site under the guest pod appearances button. Don't know about that. And of course, we host this podcast using Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. You heard the ad at the beginning of the episode. You know what Anchor is all about. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, you can also rate, review, subscribe to us, especially on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. So fabulous. Love it. It helps us move up in the rankings and be connected to more amazing people. That's what you want. That's definitely what you want. You can support us through our merch shop. Our merch shop will be closed over the summer because I will be uploading new designs to it. This is one of your last opportunities to get some of the designs that are in the shop. After this, they will no longer be there. It'll be it'll be done. It'll be gone. So head on over to the merch shop. Get those last minute designs today. It's monogamishpod.threadless.com or clicking the shop button on monogamishpod.com right there. Go ahead and do that. On top of that, you can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at monogamishpod. We have a page. We post sometimes. I don't post as much as I should, obviously, but I do my best. I do my best. I do my thing. I share stories with you guys. That's great. You love it, don't you? Of course, the most recent episodes should be up on SoundCloud. It takes a while sometimes for us to do that, but we'll be moving away from SoundCloud for season three and only putting episodes up on YouTube. So my goal for the summer is to put all of our old episodes up on YouTube so that when the new season starts, shit's just there. There might also be a video component that you guys can see for some episodes. So check that out. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash monogamishpod. 
We put out bloopers, bonus episodes, and clips, behind-the-scenes stuff. And if you're a certain level of Patreon for a certain period of time, you get free merch. So you cannot search us in the Patreon search bar. You have to type in patreon.com slash monogamishpod. You have to do that. That's how it works. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Patreon does because we're an 18 plus platform. So there's that. Check out our friends at YouTube Bright. I told you guys recently that two of the founders got married. Check out youtubebright.com. Use code monogamish for 10% off your order. The other things I'm going to talk to you guys about, there are too many to count, but you can find me at Have You Met Jen on Twitter and Instagram and my website, HaveYouMetJen.com. I'll be revamping that as well as the Monogamish Pod website over the summer, actually. I'm having a very busy summer, even though episodes might not be coming out. So I have two other podcasts, The Bachelorettes, about Bachelor, Bachelor Nation, reality dating TV shows, and we also covered Bridgerton for a bit. And I also have Stacked show which is about the romance novels romance related media you can check out those links to those will always be wherever you can find me i do have a special bonus episode about altplayground.net coming out soon maybe this saturday maybe next saturday i'll be talking to some amazing people who work with altplayground.net about the site behind the scenes stuff so you guys don't want to miss that but you guys already know where to find altplayground and that's all i have for you today Sorry, guys. It's also Pride Month. So excited. So excited. So <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in. Once again, I'm Jen, and this has been an episode of Monogamish Pod.